Hello and welcome back to Cafe All Lit. My name is Caleb Bedford, and this episode's going to be a little different. Um, not going to do so much an analysis as just sort of like a review. Um, I've been very busy. I just finished this. I do want to get something out there for this book, um, especially since it's part of the... Um, this will be, I mean, basically this is going to be like the, uh, other Booker international, um, episodes I've done, uh, the other two. Yeah. I did one on stillborn and I did one on Boulder and, um, uh, ninth building combined. And this one, as you saw in the title is on whale by Chion Myung Kwan. Translated from the Korean by Chiang Kim. Um, hopefully, I absolutely tried my best on those pronunciations. Hopefully, hopefully, um, hopefully, I did a good job. Um, always try to pronounce people's names correctly out of respect. Um, don't always succeed, but. Um, I don't always succeed at everything in life or at anything in life, you know? So the important thing is the effort, you know? Um, so just keep that in mind. All right. So I'm going to read the description from the Goodreads page, and then I'm going to read the description from the flap. First, the Goodreads. Whale, set in a remote village in South Korea, follows the lives of three linked characters, Gyumbak, an extremely ambitious woman who has been chasing an indescribable thrill ever since she first saw Whale Crest in the ocean, her mute daughter Chunhee, who communicates with elephants, and a one-eyed woman who controls honeybees with a whistle. Brimming with surprises and wicked humor, Whale is an adventure satire of epic proportions by one of the most original voices in South Korea. Um... The one on the flap for the book is, um, by the way, these Archipelago Books editions, which I'm based in the U.S., so that's the U.S. version of the book, is published by Archipelago. Um, I don't know the publisher of the one in the U.K., um, but you can look it up. Um, should not be hard to find, I would not think, especially it's on the Booker International shortlist, made the shortlist. So, Yeah. Um, from the flap, we meet Chun-Hee as she returns to the scene of a crime she may or may not have committed. She drinks from a spigot, clobbers the head of a large snake, and eats it raw, slowly, stopping only to spit out cartilage. In its belly was a frog. She eats that, too. Chian's story widens to embrace a motley assortment of, char of characters, many of them motivated by lust or vengeance, many cobbling together cash from their jobs as dock workers, fishmongers, bricklayers, or geishas. Chian's cinematic gift brands the brain. A penniless runaway sits thigh to thigh with the vicious gangster as John Wayne seduces her from the silver screen. A glittering whale twists in the air before being carved into pieces. A beloved elephant is resurrected as a stuffed mascot posted in front of a popular cafe. The living collide with the dead. At the center of whale are two pairs of mothers and daughters, unforgettable for their tenacity as well as their often fraught relations with each other. Spun with the whimsy and humor of a demented deity, Chian Myung Kwan's whale curves toward uncharted waters. 
you know, reading that, you're like, what am I about to read? And I actually did not read that before I started it. I went into this pretty much blind. Um, as I like to do with a lot of books. Um, so I, I mean, I really didn't know what this book was about at all when I went into it. I had not read a single description for it. Um, I just thought it was on the Booker International uh, long list at the time. Um, requested a copy from Archipelago Books. They were kind enough to send me one. So um, this review is all my own opinions, but full disclosure, I did receive a free copy of the book from them. Um, so that was very... It was very nice of them. Um, yeah, and the book is really, really nice. Feels nice. Reads really well. Um, just a very well put together book. You can tell. I mean, I think that's true with a lot of um, a lot of independent um, publishers, in particular, is that they they put a lot more effort um, and care into like the little things in the book. Um, so it's got French flaps. Thank God it does not have um, deckled edges. Um, I do not like that. Uh, yeah. So, um, but as far as the book is concerned, uh, the narration style is almost like um, someone telling a story. It's kind of got that oral tradition uh, vibe. Um, and I think the translation definitely adds to that. Um, feel it's a sort of distant narration um it's kind of like just basically telling you what's happening um and occasionally uh the narrator interjects things there's a lot about the um laws um the laws of the universe essentially is what it amounts to um let me see if I can find my little note I left in here, there's a bunch of them, but on like a span of like a few pages, there were like four or five. Um, and so I'm just going to read those few. I and mean, it's not really a spoiler. Um, so law of the world, the law of acceleration, the law of stupidity, the law of paranoid delusion. There is also like the law of gravity, uh, the laws of prison, you know, I mean, so that's, that's kind of a recurring uh, thing in in this book um which is interesting the story jumps around um the narrator will occasionally just be like um in order to really understand where we're at now we have to go back to this other story um or be like oh this character you didn't forget about this character did you because they're popping back up again um and it sounds almost silly when I say it like that. Um, and, and there is like a sort of, uh, whimsy and humor as it says on the flap, uh, that just kind of endears this book to the reader. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say this, this is a book for everybody. Um, it can, it can be pretty slow. And I think this is a good book to take your time with. Um, you can absolutely fly through it. I think, um, cause it's just like someone's telling you a story. Right. Um, so it's very, very easy to get lost in it. But you can also it's very easy to pick up, put down, pick up, put down um, just as you go throughout your day. Most of the chapters are pretty short. Um, so, so it's easy. It's easy to get through if you're busy and you only have small chunks of time to read as well. You can just uh, knock through a chapter, put it down, knock through a couple chapters, put it down. Um, you're not going to want to put it down for too long. Probably it, it does. 
it does draw you along and, and you are very interested in the characters. It also plays around with uh, the ideas of, of, of gender. And it uses, uh, the author uses, um, I was going to say it's like the book, um, but I mean, the author's the one doing it. The author uses um, magical realism uh, sort of, in, in, in several ways throughout this to kind of, uh, I guess, reinforce some of his points. Um, and it just, it just adds to the, the whimsy and the overall, um, the overall vibe and tone of the, of the book. Um, there are, it kind of really contrasts the tone of the book really contrasts all the terrible things that happen going into this. You need to know that terrible things happen to most of the characters. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, some really awful things happen, but the way that it's written, it kind of almost, not like glosses over it, but it makes it less, I guess, painful. But like, yeah, reading the first 60, 70 pages, I was like, what am I reading? Um, just some crazy stuff almost immediately uh i don't i mean the the, the title of the uh was it second chapter is unusual manhood um let your imagination run wild and then go pick up a copy of the book um yeah, like I said, I don't want to dig too deep into this. I did want to review it. I, I'm trying to decide. This is kind of up there with Stillborn for me. Uh, they're very, very different books. Very different books. Um, I think it'd be hard-pressed to say which one I liked more. Or which one was objectively better than the other. Um... But I mean, of, of the ones I've read, it's it's one of those two, I think, for me so far that I would, I would hope would win the the Booker International. Um, so, yeah, um, I think that's it for for Whale. I'm gonna actually segue. Uh, today was Pulitzer Prize Day. Um, so once again, before I completely shift over you should be able to order this from your independent local independent bookstore. I would think, um, you know, if you're in, if you're in Jackson, come by Lemuria, I'll, uh, I'll help you figure out how to order it. If we can't order it, you can always order it straight from archipelago. Um, it is available on Amazon. Uh, that's not always the best option. It might, you might save a couple dollars, but, um, there's nobody at Amazon getting a warm, fuzzy feeling when you buy their stuff. Um, and the owners of these small independent bookstores that actually really care about books, um, a book like this, it's, it's in the U S $22, you know, not a, I mean, it, it's, it's not nothing, but you know, it's how much money you're going to save on Amazon versus how much you can put back into like a, a, a local store or the publisher themselves. Um, so just some just some food for thought. Either way, highly recommend. There is an audiobook. I listened to a couple of the chapters in the audiobook, just kind of curious, and uh, the narration is good. 
Um, so if you're an audiobook person, uh, check that out as well. Um, but now to segue into the Pulitzer Prize. I was very... What's the, what's the right word? I was happy. Um, the two front runners that everyone was pretty much predicting actually both won, which has never happened um, in the history of the, of the prize, at least in the fiction category. I don't know about the other categories, maybe in the other categories, but there's never been two, two winners um, announced. There's never been a tie for the Pulitzer Prize for fiction um, until now. And I have not read Trust yet. I'm getting it from the library. And I'm going to see. Um, I'm going to try to read it. I heard ver- I've heard mixed reviews on Trust. The people who love it, love it. And the people who don't, don't. So um, there's that. Demon Copperhead, though. I read that. And as soon as I finished it, I was like, I hope this wins the Pulitzer. It was definitely one of the best novels. It was the best novel I had read up to that point in the year. Um, Since then, I have had the opportunity to read Jesmyn Ward's new novel, Let Us Descend, that will come out in October. And if you have not pre-ordered that already, go do it. Um, You will make your future self very happy in October because that book is phenomenal. Um, but yeah, I thought it was, it was very interesting that two books um, tied for the win for the Pulitzer Prize. And uh, I, I don't have an opinion on trust yet because I haven't read it, but I plan on hopefully reading that um, in the next couple of weeks. And um, I will kind of share my, my opinions on it when, when that happens, but demon copperhead, it's been on my staff picks shelf at the bookstore, um, all week and yeah, highly recommend. Uh, it's, it's a good chunk to get through. It's like 560 pages, I think. Um, but it's worth every second. It tackles the opioid crisis, um, the foster care system, um, all, all, all sorts of stuff like that with a coming of age narrative, fantastic checks a lot of boxes very well written compelling um you name it it's it's worth your time absolutely i would recommend that to pretty much anybody with the with a caveat like if if anything would be triggering from those topics um maybe use discretion but other than that absolutely would recommend it to to anybody um but uh, i think that is it for this episode um we've got some more i've got some more subscribers coming in recently so if you're new here very much appreciated if you're listening for the first time um you know, and, and you kind of like what you hear. This isn't exactly what I normally do, but I do stuff like this from time to time. But feel free to check out my more in-depth um, analysis style reviews as well. And um, yeah, follow follow the podcast 
and uh, you'll get updates whenever whenever I post. Um, I've been pretty consistently posting on Tuesdays and Fridays lately. Um, that can change throughout the year, but right now we're we're in the middle of the Fitzgerald Friday uh, Gatsby cluster stories right now. Um, after that, I don't know if I'm going to take a break from that for a minute. Or just keep trucking with some other some other Fitzgerald stuff. But we've got a couple more stories left on the Fitzgerald Fridays. I believe the sensible thing is what's coming this Friday. Um, I'll have to double check that. I mentioned it in my last, uh, and I know I got the right one down in my last episode of Fitzgerald Fridays. So go check that one out if you haven't. Um, yeah, that's that's all I got for for this one. Um, and as always, until next time, keep on reading.